All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian, and tonight we are back at the Sheets location, sipping on a French roast, something a little different, a French roast, two chocolate caramel creamers, and four packs of sugar. Let's take that intro sip. Mmm, not bad, not bad. Now, it's a little, it's a little lighter, a little lighter than that Colombian that I'm used to. You know, that Colombian kind of just gives you that pow, that, that gut punch, you know, like, come on, you want to go for a sparring session. But this here, it's a little more subtle. It's a little lighter note. Maybe it's that creme brulee, you know, or something that they would probably say, right? A croissant. This is, this is that, this is that croissant of coffee, right? This isn't a biscuit, you know, an American biscuit, something like that, or, or tortilla, right? Empanada, right? No, this, this is a croissant. So I'm sipping on a croissant right now. I hope you guys know I'm just messing with you, having a little fun. Hey, if you can't play with language, what can you play with, right? We have to enjoy ourselves. Raise your cups. Let's get it in. Mmm. 59 degrees right now. 59 degrees. I just checked a little while ago. It's a little cool. Got on my hoodie. A little snow cap here. Chilling. Literally chilling. Just keeping it easy. What we're going to talk about tonight is a little mesh of muscle memory in perfect technique because the other day I experienced something that I'm sure a lot of you have experienced in your English journey and that thing that very thing is I'll tell you right after we come back from the break now if you've read the title maybe you have an idea of what we're getting ready to discuss but we're just going to call it ultra instinct <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to borrow one of Goku's lines. Ultra instinct. Yes, we experienced a little ultra instinct the other day in the market because I was in a trade, right? I put the trade on, probably had seven contracts, you know, a little over leveraged, a little over leveraged. We got a little careless, but it was still a good trade. And the market started to shift and I saw the movement. Almost like if you were in a fight and you see someone getting ready to slip a jab. You see them ducking up under your hook and then you know they're getting ready to throw the jab. So you see the shoulder twitch. So I'm watching the charts and I see the market twitch. And at that moment, at that moment, without even thinking, I liquidated the position completely. Just and re-entered in a new position going the opposite way with like five contracts. I mean, this happened probably within six seconds. Just exit, enter, boom. And as soon as I entered, bam, like 20 points in my direction. So I was like, wow, that happened so quick. Meaning there was no time to even think through that. This just happened automatically. Muscle memory. This is what you're seeking when you're speaking English. Fluency when you don't have to think about your next action, when you don't have to think about what you're gonna say, you don't have to wait for somebody to give you an explanation on what they meant. You hear the word and you react, you respond before the event happens. You already know what they're gonna say. Just like when your mom came home when you were little, you didn't take out the trash, you already knew you were in trouble. She didn't have to tell you you were gonna get spanked. You already knew. She comes in, trash isn't done, you already know. You can sense your mother coming home sometimes or your father getting ready to walk into your bedroom. 
You already knew he was coming in there. You could feel it. You didn't have to hear his footsteps. Although when you heard his footsteps, you knew what time it was, but you could just sense it. This is that ultra instinct moment I'm talking about. Now, how does that relate to the real world for most people? Well, when you work on developing your perfect technique, muscle memory, this is how we get our desired results. Because in doing these repetitive actions, so for you it might be going through your vocabulary drills, having conversations with new people, writing exercises, speaking exercises, listening exercises, these things that we do strengthen our muscles. Now, in terms of English, you use your tongue, which is a muscle, a muscular organ. And so when you watch bodybuilders, you see they have a certain technique that they use when they're doing their, their lats, when they're working on their delts, doing their curls. Their arms come up to a certain point, go back down, come up to a certain point, go back down, right? Or they're doing a shoulder press, but they're not just doing any wild, random action. No, it's very specific, very controlled, the people that actually have the results. The builders that you want to look like that actually have results, they're not in there just randomly, willy-nilly doing things in the gym. No, they go there with the plan. If it's leg day, it's leg day for real. And you can see their legs, so they have the legs to prove that they experienced leg day several times over. But as where most people just go to the gym or start a new skill, just willy-nilly doing everything, maybe they're working out on their arms one day, their wrists, their legs, their neck, their back, because they have no plan of direction. But after you've been on this journey for a while, you start to get a little rhythm, you start to get an idea, you get a little more insight into what's actually happening. As Arnold Schwarzenegger says, you start to get inside the muscle. You know, he wants to be inside the muscle every time he does a curl, every time he finishes a set, he's inside the muscle. He knows what's being worked, when it's working, and when it's not working. But these are the things that come with experience. And once you have a certain level of experience, we're gonna go ahead and say that you start to experience ultra instinct, where you don't even have to think about your next move. It just happens, your body responds. It's been in this situation before, your brain processes the information at lightning speed, quicker than you can even comprehend in a lot of cases. Think about it, ultra instinct. Let's go ahead and put you behind the wheel. Get in your car, right, mentally, jump in your car, not right now while we're talking. Jump in your car, right, or if you're driving right now. Here's the thing, you're driving in your car, right, and a dog runs out in front of your car. What do you do? Do you say, oh, dog in front of the car, I need to hit the brake. No, you already started applying pressure to your brakes and the dog didn't even enter the road. You see the little kid playing basketball on the side of the street. You already know there's a potential for him to run out in the street or the ball to roll out in the street. So you already start applying the brakes or you're doing 90 miles an hour out of the corner of your eye. You see a cop parked in the bushes. What do you do? Throw the seatbelt on, right? Nobody has to tell you, put the seatbelt on. The moment you're aware that there is a potential threat in the area, you start to respond. Now, of course, I'm not encouraging anybody to go out there with no seatbelts, but I'm just saying this is the response. Like, you're not even thinking about it. You just throw the seatbelt on. And in your language journey, you experience the same thing. Because when you're learning a language, you're sitting there, you're working on your vowels, your, your syllables, your phonetics, whatever you want to uh, focus on, you have to do the reps, the repetition. And through the repetition, you gain the experience. And the more experience you have, the more fluent you are in your conversation, the way you interact with different people. So 
when you encounter someone that's talking for hours or somebody like me who can sit here and do an entire monologue for 30 minutes nonstop, just out of nowhere, out of thin air, this is all muscle memory. I've done this several times, hundreds of times, thousands of times, my entire life. I've been able to just speak, so I don't even have to think about it. That's why a lot of times when you ask a native speaker why they do this, why they do that, it's because they're not even thinking about it. It just happens automatically because in the beginning, yeah, they went to school, they had to learn this, but before they've even gone to school, they've already learned how to talk. They're already speaking before they get to school. Nobody goes to school to learn how to talk. They go to school to improve upon something that they already have. They're already asking their mom for bread, milk. They want to go play with their sister, play with their brother, play the computer games. They're doing all that before they go to school. School is not teaching them how to say that. Those are the basics, the essentials, the tools vital for survival. They have this before they get to school. The teacher's just telling you where to put your period and put your comma. If you want to be an author or a writer or work in a professional setting, they're just cleaning up what you already have, but they're not teaching you how to talk. So muscle memory, your tongue is a muscle. If you're not getting in the reps, if you're not having these conversations, how can you expect the words to just fall out of your mouth? How can you expect these words to just show up if you're not building up that memory? Think about it. As we're talking, well, as I'm talking right now, my tongue's moving all over the place. Some words it moves here, some words it moves there. And you've probably watched an English speaker. You've watched how their mouth moves. And it moves the same way every time. You can tell when my mouth is open very wide, and you can tell when it's barely open, when I'm just talking in a concise, closed manner. Are you aware of that? Are you that in tune with how your muscles work in your mouth when you are speaking? Are you that aware? Or do these things just happen automatically for you? Maybe you've already been speaking English so long, you're not even aware of what's going on. Your friends ask you, well, how are you learning all this English that quick? How are you able to say that? How did you understand? You can't tell them how you do it. You just do it, right? You've already worked the muscles to the point that it's automatic. You don't even have to command them. They just do it. Think about it. You're probably sitting here saying, okay, okay, I get it. But look at this. We were all babies once, right? And one of the things that most of us, not you because you're perfect, unlike the rest of us who are imperfect, you're perfect so you didn't experience this problem. But for 99.9% .9 of the rest of us, we used to wet the beds as children. And the reasons we wet the bed when we were children is because we didn't know how to control our muscles. First, we had to identify what they were, what those urges, what those feelings were, right? And once we did, we were able to control them. You could contract them, squeeze them, release them. I know it's a bit graphic, but sometimes you have to be graphic for folks to just grasp these concepts. But think about it. You wore a diaper because you were unable to control your muscles. You couldn't control your bladder. You didn't know how it worked. You didn't know, and nobody knew. So he was running down your leg. You wet your pants, wet your skirt, wet the bed, right? Day in, day out, your parents mad, upset. Why is he wet in the bed again, right? Why is she wet in the bed again? You're at school, you laugh too hard, you wet your pants. Yeah, you don't know, but you get tired of wetting your pants. You get tired of wetting the bed, and you start to pay attention. You start to focus on what's actually happening. And then what do you do? Mom, mom, I think I need to go to the bathroom. You go to school, you tell the teacher, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. You go in there, nothing happens, but at least you're starting to recognize what that feels like. This comes with experience. This comes with time. Same thing with language. 
after so many conversations, it's all the same. There's only so many ways you can say, hi, my name's Steve. How are you doing? Where are you from? How old are you? Are you married? Are you single? Do you have brothers? Do you have sisters? Do you have a dog? Do you have a cat? Same thing. People don't even have to finish the sentence for you to know what they're going to say because it's an obvious next question. It's an obvious answer. Did you finish the report? Two answers are going to come. Yes or no. And then you have those, those people who like to come up with excuses. No, but. Nobody cares about the but. Did you finish the report? No. That's all. I don't need an explanation. They don't need an explanation, but we know that some people like to provide additional unnecessary information during stressful situations. But that's besides the point. Ultra instinct, in our case, will be our ability to perceive information and react without unnecessary thinking. So let that soak in. Let that soak in. Ultra instinct will be our ability to perceive information and react without thinking. Somebody walks in the room, hey, how's it going? You don't have to think, what did he just say? What did she just say? What language is this? No, we're skipping past all of that. Hey, how are you? Fine. What did you eat for dinner? Soup, pasta and spaghetti, shellfish, whatever. So here's the last example. For those of you out there that are married, you can have a little fun with this. Those of you that are married or in a relationship, a committed relationship, putting that in air quotes, a committed relationship, you have a partner that you trust, somebody that you're not going to cheat on, somebody that won't cheat on you, right? You have the perfect little happy situation. Now, when you come home or you go to their house, they do not have to say anything and you already know what kind of night it is going to be. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me you cannot look at your wife and know if you're going to have a good night or a bad night. Tell me that you can't look at your husband and know if he's ticked off or he's in a good mood. Just, just tell me that. He doesn't even have to open his mouth. Just looking at his face. Why is that, though? Why is that that you could just look at them and know what the future will be? Well, because you've experienced it so many times. Your brain starts to pick up all these little details that you're probably not even aware of. When your girlfriend's eyebrows are raised, you're talking to her and she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But her eyebrows are up here. You already know she has an attitude, right? Or when you're talking to your husband about something or your boyfriend and he starts scratching his head or scratching his left ear or twiddling his thumbs, whatever his little tick is, whatever he does. You pay attention to these things. So you already know he's not listening to anything you're saying. And then you tell him he's not listening. And then he gets frustrated, right? But you've been through it a million times before. So sometimes you don't even bother saying anything. You just tell him what it is because you know he heard you. And you know he's not going to do it, but you say it anyway, right? Repetition. This is how we develop that experience. Let's go ahead and take a sip. Because I think this message has been delivered. Oh, yeah. Now, my overall opinion on this French... French roast coffee. Would I get it again? Yes, I would. But I can't comment 100% on this coffee because, like I said, I have two chocolate caramel creamers in here. So I don't know if I'm getting that chocolate caramel or the French roast. But it's decent. It's decent. I can definitely tell that it's light. It's not like that cup feels light, but it's light. Definitely a chatty Cathy right now, but that's what you get from caffeine. If it's good, if it's good caffeine, you become Chatty Cathy. doesn't matter who you are. Chatty Cathy all day long. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. I believe it's, what is it, next week? 
next week or the week after that. It's like the 25th, 23rd, something like that. It always falls on a Thursday. So that's when the Americans will be pulling out the turkeys, the mashed potatoes, the yams. What's that song when she said, I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, yams? <laughs> you, you heard that one when she said, I got beans, greens, potatoes. I'll put it in the transcript if you haven't heard it. Uh, but it's pretty, it's pretty funny. But yeah, we'll be eating all that Thanksgiving food later this week or maybe next week. But I would say probably later this week because it tends to fall between the 23rd and 25th. It's just like that Thursday because people get off that Thursday. They take that Friday off. They go visit their relatives. Oh, yeah. So there will be a lot of traffic, a lot of people on the road, a lot of people traveling, going from this state to that state. Worst time in the world to be on the road. So if you don't have to be on the roads, uh, if you're here in the States, then, yeah, just do what you need to do. Get to where you need to be before the holiday. Because it's just not a good time to be stuck in traffic or have a breakdown in the middle of nowhere. People are just flying past you. Nobody's going to stop because they're on the way to their destination. But the riffraff's starting to show up. So we're going to go ahead and pull out of here. I hope you guys have a great weekend or week whenever you're listening to this. And I will see you in the next one.